Thanks for tuning in to the Employee Development for Profit podcast. Do you want to know why investing in the development of your employees is the best investment you can make? You came to the right place. Create the culture you've always desired for your business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Employee Development for Profit podcast. I am your host, Kevin Anderson, and today we have a little teaser episode just to go over some of the items that we'll discuss in future episodes. Now, what do I mean when I talk about employee development? Most people probably think about training, job-specific training. But in this podcast, in future episodes, we're going to uncover some of the challenges that we face with employees and just in in general in life, things that we face as human beings, and how we can utilize that information to improve not only ourselves, but also our teams, as well as our organizations. The most successful companies in the world have realized the importance of employee development. Most of the large corporations in the world have jobs specifically for working with employees and helping them, um, not just with job-related skills, but with life skills in general. So let me start with a question for any of my business owners and managers that are listening. Are your team members happy? I've come across a lot of uh, really interesting statistics in regards to employee development because that's what I focus on, but there's one that I think will surprise everybody. Uh, There was a global poll that was conducted and published in an article in 2017 And up to 85% of all employees worldwide are unengaged and unhappy with their jobs. So, I mean, this is a huge number. Why are most people unhappy with their jobs? Now, there are a lot of influences and variables that can dictate an employee's happiness, their engagement in the organization, the commitment to the organization. And I think it's important that we understand, you know, what we actually have in our organizations, what our teams are comprised of, and how happy and engaged our employees are. In future episodes, we're going to kind of dissect some of these challenges, and the whole goal is to put the power back in our hands. You know, I've come across a lot of different organizations and owners, managers in the past, and it seems like the general consensus is that when you hire somebody, they should produce. They should be efficient. They should get to know their job really well. They should be motivated, and all of that responsibility falls on them. But the problem for an owner or manager is that when you make the responsibility someone else's obligation, you're really relinquishing control over the situation. And I'm not saying that people that come to work or get a new job shouldn't be motivated or should be lazy or you know try to get around doing difficult tasks, prevent liability uh, on themselves. All I'm saying is I think that we have more control over the situation than what we let on. And the main way that we can take control is by developing employees. That's not to say that a lot of us maybe have the wrong people in the wrong seats in our organization or somebody that doesn't entirely fit in with the culture. But the more power we can take back through decision-making and training, and the more that we can invest in our team members, the more power we have and the more control we have over our organization. I'd like to briefly go over some other statistics that I find surprising that may be a little bit eye-opening, and then also 
bring up some of the challenges that I'm hoping to go over in the coming weeks to help any owners, managers, I mean, even employees, if there's anybody listening that is an employee, you know, the whole goal is to help develop people. You know, it's personal development, uh, but we're aiming at aiming it at employees uh, to help out organizations. Can you make an all-star employee out of most of your employees? I think the answer is yes, based on my experience. So how do we do that? What are some of the challenges? What are some of the fundamental underlying issues that we face dealing with other human beings? One important variable is understanding what motivates people. And one of the challenging parts of that is that everybody has different motivating factors, right? There was an article published on Psychology Today, and it explained that according to their surveys, 83% of respondents said recognition for contributions was more fulfilling than any gifts or rewards. So a large majority of workers would rather be appreciated than receive a raise. So I know that we like to look at money as being the main motivator, but in a lot of cases it just isn't true. Also in that same survey, 90% of respondents said that a fun work environment was very or extremely motivating. So I'm sure some people would actually rather be in a fun environment with a fun culture then go work somewhere else where they're miserable all day, but making more money. Again, what can we do with this information and how do we utilize it to benefit us, the employees, and the organization in general? Most companies have systems and procedures in place for job-specific training, but is that all that needs to be done to help employees excel? What else can we do? How do we take the power back in our hands? A lot of the business owners I've worked with over the years have always tried to hire the best candidates they can find and expect them to succeed, be motivated, be engaged, be skilled. But again, what power do we have in order to make that a reality? In future episodes, we'll be discussing the most effective means of leading teams. Um, There's a lot of emphasis nowadays on leadership Um, more so than in years prior. Uh, Leadership is huge, and the upcoming uh, working generations, it's even more important for us to understand leadership and how to lead effectively. Uh, A lot of the old style of leading was fear and fear tactics. You know, in this day and age, that is not going to be as effective as finding out what a person's motivations are and how to get through to them, and not treat them like just another number, but a person that you care about. You know, a lot of people consider the people they work with as family, and to an extent that is true. And that's a strong culture, in my opinion, when you can achieve that. So how do we achieve that if that's what we're going for? In an article on Harvard Business Review published in 2018, They found that employees are willing to earn less money to do more meaningful work. So again, going back to money, is it a good motivator? Is it not? That's something that we're going to be talking about a lot in future episodes. And then the fact that people want to do more meaningful work, how do we utilize that? You know, is that a challenge or is it really an opportunity that we can capitalize on? What can we do to get our teams engaged and motivated? Employee distraction 
caused by unengaged employees is one of the biggest inefficiencies for any organization, literally costing over $500 billion annually worldwide. And that's according to Forbes. So how do we get more engagement from our team members? And another interesting statistic um, that I came across, I think it was Forbes as well, but it said that in 2019, employee satisfaction was at an all-time high. So we experienced an all-time high with employee satisfaction, and then the pandemic hit and really shuffled a lot of things up for most organizations. So how do we harness what we were doing right? You know, we were improving. So how can we get back to that? A lot of organizations are challenged, well, were challenged with having to figure out COVID and how to deal with it. And now there's a lot of new challenges that we're facing. A lot of people are going back to work that haven't worked in a while. So how do we manage that? A lot of remote workers are being asked to come back in. You know, how do we manage getting people back into our locations that were working remotely for a year and a half? A lot of people want to continue working remotely. You know, how do we, how do we navigate that dynamic? So we're going to be talking a lot about motivation, how to motivate, how to create sustained motivation, and how to help employees excel. Another characteristic that we like with our team members is commitment, right? We don't want a constant revolving door of employees coming in and going out. That's expensive. It takes up a lot of time, and it's inefficient. So how do we create a culture that people enjoy. You know, it's based on the information that I've already provided. It sounds like people want to work in a fun environment. They want to be respected. They want to be recognized. So how do we create that culture so that people can excel, but also feel like they're doing something that they enjoy, that they can really commit to and be engaged with? Some other challenges, uh, a lot of the workforce nowadays feel that they should be rewarded for hours put in instead of the impact they have in the organization. I'm sure that everyone there that's listening right now has probably experienced that. You know, people want to make a good wage. They want to get paid before they really produce or become an intricate part of the organization. So how do we handle that dynamic as well? How can you turn your organization into one of transformation where potential hires are knocking down the doors to get into your company? They know that if they get a job with you and your organization, that it's going to improve their lives. They know people that work there, the people that work there are happy. They're saying, you got to get in, you got to get in. That's what you want. You want good word of mouth so that people are coming to you instead of you having to try really, really hard to find employees. And in regards to creating an awesome organization with a good culture. Uh, like I mentioned before, a big part of that is leadership. So in future episodes, we're going to be discussing leadership and the different types of leadership. Uh, for anyone listening, you know, what type of leader are you? Have you thought about that? Are you a transformational leader, a democratic leader, a strategic leader, a coach style leader, some other type of leader? You know, identifying and analyzing your leadership style can be extremely useful so that you know how you're handling situations the most effective way possible. 
And it's equally as important as understanding who your audience is and training in the proper ways and communicating properly. It's important to understand that people do interpret information in different ways. They learn through different senses. Some people are auditory learners. Some people are hands-on. You know, some people need to see something done. So dissecting that and understanding that. In regards to your organization, how important are the values in the company? And do you get buy-in from your teams? You know, do you have a vision and a mission? If you asked all of your employees what the vision and mission of the company is, would they all have the same answer? And these variables all go into creating the culture that can help that organization excel. Do you hire based on resume or more for a cultural fit? That's something important to think about. Some of us just look at resumes and see that someone is qualified for a position, hire them, and it turns out that they just don't fit in with that organization, which is fine. But it's important to not only find someone that has skills, but someone that's going to fit in as well. And again, something important that we're going to be discussing throughout these podcasts is life skills. Um, there's a ton of information on life skills that I'd like to talk about uh, with different business owners and managers. Um, but it's really as simple as, you know, your employees typically will have a goal. Maybe they have a goal for a day. Maybe there's a large project that'll take a month or a quarter to accomplish. But how can you expect someone that isn't goal-oriented or is unfamiliar with goal setting or goal accomplishment to achieve goals? You know, that's one of the important life skills that often gets overlooked. Um, but that's what we're, that is something that we're going to be discussing. I'm excited to be here. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you would like more information on coming on to be a guest, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. You can find our information at bosslc.com. And I'm excited to be here and share my knowledge on leadership, culture, organizational culture, and personal development with everybody. See you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Employee Development for Profit podcast. Please subscribe for access to future episodes. For more information on scheduling, you can contact us from bosslc.com. See you next time.